You're listening to DraftKings Network. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Honestly, I lost track of time because I went to Wendy's. Uh, I knew it. Wow. What's your Wendy's order, Billy? Oh, man. Well, it depends how hungry I am, right? Mm. Little JBC? No. I get I get a four for $4 meal. JBC. Great value. <laughs> JBC? Do your bacon cheese. Those are the best cheeseburger? jokes that it takes you a little bit. You're like, I think what? you can get a JBC as part of the four for $4 meal. You yeah. used to be able to. But I can get a double stack. And then here's the trick. You say plain with cheese, and they don't charge you for the cheese because it's in the four for four dollar meal, whatever, right? So you add the cheese. That's free cheese there, and then freeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On top of that, you get a you get a four piece chicken nugget also. So it's just like oh, so much food for four dollars. Billy, my head hurts. So you asked for a plain burger with cheese. A double stack plain. With a plain cheese. double stack double plain stack. burger with cheese. That's How right. did the Wendy's people not go? You're asking for a cheeseburger. The double stack doesn't come with cheese, so I'm adding the cheese, but oh. they're not—they're not charging me for it. If Kel took your order, you would just have two pieces of bread. <laughs> mm. We should talk to Kel, see what he's up to Ooh. besides uh, yeah. besides that show with uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Is he a regular on that show? I'm gonna—I'm gonna, uh, gonna write down '90s nostalgia as a mystery crate idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just talk to people from Nickelodeon in 1994. Lori Beth Denberg is on uh, Cameo, if you want to talk to her. <laughs> What's her name again? Lori, Lori Beth, Beth Denberg. Denberg. Lori Beth Denberg. She was in All That. Of course, yeah. By the I way, think... I've, I watched like four minutes of an old All That episode once, and it was like, how Bobble? did I find this funny? Painfully unfunny. We were kids. <laughs> right. And it was meant for us, but still. I kind of wonder about that. Like, people who are writers for like kids shows, it's like, yeah. you're they not purposely really... purposely write dumb shit. Yeah, like, you're not really that funny, right? <laughs> well, it, it's probably like a junior level job until you get onto like a proper sitcom, right? Or you've just completely flushed out and this is all you can get. Kel resents Keenan, right? We agree. For sure, yeah. Because only one of them could have been successful and it was Keenan. And look at, I mean, Keenan, he's been on SNL for like a decade. I think he's, he's never, the longest standing cast member, right? Yeah, and he's never had he, like he's never had a bigger moment. He's got his own sitcom now. Mm-hmm. I saw he was doing press for something else. He was on Simmons' podcast doing press for something. Like he is on top of the world. I guess this goes back to like being a kid and how you think things are funny as a kid. I always thought Kel was the funny one. I, I agree. Was like, oh, I Keenan agree. I just, thought Kel mm. was way funnier. Do you think Mystery Men did him in? Oh wow, <sighs> solid reference. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Welcome to the mystery crate, by the way. <laughs> Never of seen mystery men. mystery men. No. It's a who's who of how I mean, they get in we, this movie. 
We have Hank Azaria on our team, and you know. Okay, so I need, <laughs> to, I, need I need to watch every yeah, movie exactly. in his IMDb. Like, like come on, get out I of mean, here, we boys. mentioned it before. I'm just saying. You think Hank is checking out what Chris Whittingham is doing? Like, you know, <laughs> it's a two way street. <laughs> he he is in the uh, in the regional demographic where LA Galaxy was playing. He could have could have streamed LAGalaxy.com. My preseason match I did the other day. Um, he probably did. Listen to this cast, by the way, Witty, and tell me what yeah. you think of this mystery men. So yeah. Hank Azaria is is. Believe. I guess he's top bill- billing, which is eh, surprising. Ben Stiller. ben Stiller would probably. I know, but I'm going. Well, I mean, spoiler alert. On, on IMDb, here. on IMDb, he's sixth lead. Do you want me to close this page so you can talk? talk <laughs> no, you can. Or? I mean, you're there. You can read it. You read yeah. better than me, anyways. I was, that's where I was. I was going to read. Janine right. Garofalo, William H Macy, Kel Mitchell, fourth lead on IMDb. Paul Rubens, Ben Stiller, Greg Kinnear, eighth lead. Eddie Izzard, tenth lead. Artie Lang, eleventh lead. What were you mm-hmm. going to say to me, Chris? When are you going to start working in show references to your, uh, you know, let's, oh, let's you know what? I was thinking... all your other jobs with uh, with this job. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this the other day because I think someone tweeted me, like, when, like, when, when are we going to start doing this? But How annoying will that be for you once the ask is eventually mm-hmm. made? Like, hey, yeah. can you make a joke of your other job for us? <laughs> <laughs> I will sneak it into other bits, like, but, like, the goal calls and stuff. Like, I'm not going to become Randy Moeller. I'm not doing that. Oh, come <laughs> on. I like it. I like yeah. a good foot being put down. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I will. I will inevitably be be peer pressured into doing this. But what's the uh, strangest thing you've been peer pressured into doing? Hmm. When I started coaching um, high school baseball, all the other coaches on the staff were big dippers, and I had mm. never dipped. Wow. And one practice early on in my coaching career, I put a little tiny piece of dip in my lower lip, and I was just you know I was like I was feeling cool. I was doing the thing where I was spitting. And I felt like I was doing it. And then about 10 minutes later, I was like doing these like conditioning drills. I got so lightheaded, I needed to go in the dugout and sit down. It was the worst. And I was like, I'm never dipping again. Now, here's something that I want to ask you. Your coaching career, as you described it, is that of a high school coach. So should high school coaches be peer pressuring other high school coaches into that? I just realized that... Mm. I probably shouldn't have said that because high school coaches are not supposed to be doing that. Like that is very, like all high school teams. You you go to a high school game, all the coaches are dipping, but it's something they're supposed to hide. So I wasn't technically supposed to. Let's not pretend that high school baseball coach is some secret society we have to protect. Sounds here, like right? it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, like, I, 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 I realize I stepped over an unwritten. Like, it's not well, a, what are you going to get written. banned from the high school coaching association? <laughs> yeah. now? But you said they were peer pressuring me. It wasn't like it was like, hey, Chris, try it. They were just all doing it. And I was like, ah, let me give this a whirl. I've never done this. And it was terrible. I think that you're the most susceptible to peer pressure in this group, probably. I don't think that's true. I haven't. What else? I haven't been peer pressured on a lot of. Things. I mean, you've had like your foot in a bag of I don't even remember what it was on the air. Well, we're doing a show, Billy. You know, yeah. sometimes I do right. things for the show just because right. I think it'll be entertaining. But we got to go back to so Chris. You say. There's nothing like a good foot being put down. <laughs> that's you know, true. Even in a bucket, in a, bag. in a bag of mayonnaise I, or whatever you had it in. Billy, for years, I resisted taking my shirt off, like because like there'd be bits where you guys are all whipping your shirts off, and I was just like not doing it. I'm yeah. putting my foot down. But I did in Zoom a couple weeks ago take my shirt off so you guys could only see my shoulders. Mm. Uh, it was a big moment for me. Right. <laughs> Talked about uh, this that is in now, now this is week. yeah. I was gonna say this is like revealing. So Chris, <laughs> what? How did you feel once you took your shirt off? I am terrified of playing in a shirts v skins game where I'm. Oh, on that was the, my well, nightmare. I, well, I'm up. on the skin side. Like, yeah. I, I, luckily, I don't know how I've managed this. I've probably played in like ten soccer shirts v skins game, 
and I've always managed to be on the shirts team, and thank God. But mm. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm, like, I've actually I've gotten to the point where I'll, like, I'll put my foot down and go, no, you're going to remember who your teammates are. Don't ask me to take my shirt off. Like, I, 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 that's another put your foot down moment. Yeah. Like, just remember who you're playing with. It's not that hard. I've bought, like, a, those little fake little shirts just so I can, on a flag football game, not have to take mm. my shirt off. I'm lying about that, but I... Wait, so... You're, you, you, what was the a, point of what you just said if that yeah, was a lie? That. <laughs> That's a fair point. Right. Okay. See, sometimes you just say things. I do. Uh, yes. Well, well, but usually you don't immediately admit to lying, though. <laughs> right. Kind of, right. Let, let, us, let us peer pressure you my into point tell, is, saying is that, that you were lying. Back in my high school days, even now, I would go to, a, to Dick's Sporting Goods and buy a bunch of little, like, jerseys rather than participate in a shirtless game is what i was kind of getting. i know i get what you're talking about now like the ones that like you just kind of toss over your t-shirt yeah. or whatever the mesh. Or the, in yeah. soccer they're called pennies like just like the like the little green, uh, yellow mm-hmm. yellow tank top looking thing that you this put over your guy shirt. over here this yeah. guy i mean they have a name roy he knows it i mean that's, uh, yeah, pennies, what's wrong with bids. knowing things yeah what's wrong with knowing things Woody, how do you feel about the character that's kind of developed where you kind of everyone's always just like oh come on chris enough like, i listen i can only be myself and you can only find yeah. me annoying right like if, if you genuinely find me annoying then what like yesterday we were on a meeting and i said the word copacetic and cortez texted me what the hell was that and i'm like i don't know that's the word that i used yeah. i don't sorry, like sorry i know words sorry i have an extensive vocabulary do you but ever like, find yourself dumbing it down just because you're like, oh, no, let me, let me change this word right here. No, I don't. Because like, it's the best word that I sometimes like for me, the best word is in Spanish. Like I will occasionally be talking. It's like the best way for me to describe this is a Spanish word. So like, I'm always just going for whatever the best thing is that I know off the top of my head. I had like this moment when I was studying for the SAT where like this switch went off and now like, I'm just always absorbing words all the time. So I, I just, I go for whatever's best. I'm like, if you guys find it annoying, like that's fine. Like in some ways, like, <laughs> th- like that's, it's the truest expression of myself. So why would I dumb it down or change? it anyway put your foot down don't change the only time i've ever done that is in dating i, I have done that before where wow. i've gotten enough like huh right. or question marks it's like all right i need to i need to change oh, my language man. a little bit that has happened where like if you're trying to get along with a woman like yeah. confusing her all the time is not the way to do that well i think we all know what time it is <laughs> take us on a date with chris whittingham i'm every syllable that passes through my lips has been thought over a hundred times like i i am the worst possible version of myself i okay. go into a shell it's bad where, i need to be drunk basically wow. oh boy hmm. <laughs> where do we meet people? people where are we are we on apps are we doing like not blind dates are blind dates still a thing i don't think so um i don't I think have, so either I, i've dabbled in the apps um mm-hmm. not not really you just work, get set not, up not with really people work for me i mean I, I would i would need to look better with my shirt off probably to do better with on dating apps um yeah just you know meet people in the way that people meet people i don't know how um, people meet people i don't know i mean i'm right. married now bars and mm-hmm. you, you know friends of friends and as your father would say that kind of thing yeah, I got a thing, and uh, yeah, I mean, usually, like, my plan is to like, you know, somewhere in the area of where that person lives, like, go on Yelp, find whatever the best restaurant is, mm. like, maybe try and expose someone to a new place, and go from there. Do you have a line? Research? No, no, to? no line. No, I've got, I've got nothing. Wow. Like, no abs- pickup lines. Absent game. Have you written a Yelp review? You, you no, 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 no. Someone who might have. I was thinking the other day though about like. Okay, I obviously we all use Yelp, we all use Google reviews, 
But if we never leave them, then we're trusting people that are probably the most finicky about customer service and the most finicky about eating with our every food choice. So, like, I should participate in Yelp and Google reviews so that it's a more efficient and better system. This is something that I've seen that I'm not a huge fan of. The person that brags about their status as a Yelp reviewer, I guess there's like different <laughs> levels of Are like there? Yelp. Yeah. I think so. I think it's like I'm a five-star Yelp reviewer. High. It's like, okay, like I get it. You got nothing but time on your hands to write about everything you do. Like Jeez. that doesn't mean I necessarily trust you. Trying to but, say about Chris's wife there, man. No, she's totally right. I say the same thing to her all the time. No, like I, I, I review I, everything we do. I'm like, I don't wait, even so, have an opinion on that. So wait a minute. What happens? Like you go somewhere and then you get home and she's like, hold on. I got to write a review on Yelp. And honestly, it's when she's moved good or bad. Like if it's just a flatline experience, she, I don't think she Yelps everything. But if she enjoys something, she's like, I'm going to leave this. Like she'll tell the waiter sometimes. And the waiter's like, I don't care. I'm just a waiter. <laughs> uh, wow. Is there a benefit to doing this? Or this no is just like out of the kindness of your heart slash you want to spite people if you had a bad I just time. think she uses it like kind of what Woody was saying like she uses it so she's just like I'm gonna help people out and tell the next person yeah like we all like every restaurant should have like 10,000 reviews if you think of the number of people that go to restaurants there should be thousands and thousands of reviews because we all lean on each other but it's like a community of 300 people that are tastemakers in South Florida like a lot, yeah, a lot, a lot of this lazy. is a lot of this is manipulated too I have a friend my wife's friend owns a certain business and oh there's boy. very often text well, okay, exchange well, like, actually, hey can you leave a good review here i, so, I had a bad one so i want to bury influencing. it influencing i was talking to a business owner as well who was saying to me that owner. they <laughs> who was saying to me that they said and like they sent um their google link to provide a review and apparently google recognized this in some way and downgraded this business for trying to solicit google reviews and so, like, their star rating and their appearance in Google searches is lower because they attempted to solicit them. So I do think that Google, at the very least, is trying to maintain some kind of objective measurement and not, like, get people soliciting Google reviews. So you go to, like, a you know, the reviews for a barber shop, and there's, like, 28 people that have left, left a review. It's like, all right, I'm trusting my Small view sample. of this place in, in the hands of 28 people. Like, in right. some ways, I, I, I want to be more like your wife, Chris. It's better than nothing, though. It's better than zero yeah. people. That's fair. That's fair. Do, do, like, I will never walk in a place that is one Google review or one Yelp review. I just, I, Wait, I, I wouldn't what? do it. I wouldn't do Hold it. Hold on a See, second. I don't check reviews before everything I do. I was just going to ask that. So you check before you do a lot of things. Yeah. So, like, I, I moved to the Hallandale Beach, like, four years ago. And, like, you know, dry cleaner near me. And and like th that's how dry I found dry cleaners are just dry cleaners. That's man. easy, yeah, like a thing that just. No, <laughs> that man has suits. Yes, like there there are bad dry cleaners, I guess. Like right, I, you would think. But I just you know, go to the one closest to my house. Barbers and meat markets and stuff like yeah, I'm there. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't want to just pick anyone. Like do do you just close your eyes and pick whatever like you know your landscaping? No, like you did some research on who's going to do your landscaping. Whenever right? I'm tra whenever I'm traveling, yes, the, on landscaping I did do my research. Yeah. But whenever I'm traveling and I want to like have a nice dinner out, maybe I'll yelp something there. But like on like a Friday night, if I'm looking to go to dinner, I'm not just going to start yelping all the restaurants around. But here. you don't get but like you don't pick the same eleven places every time. Like I like after a while, I start just going to the same places. Yeah, so, I have my yeah. Spots. so yeah, so I I need to like branch out, and that's when I get on the Yelp. It's funny because like I don't go on Yelp for restaurants or barbershops or any of that stuff, but for Amazon, I will look sometimes mm. at the reviews, especially if it's something like semi-important, right? If it's something that it's just like, eh, then I'll just let it go. I'm like, whatever, we'll figure it out. And if not, I'll return it. So so for restaurants, do you just like go by the look of the place or by per, like recommendations? <laughs> like let's say you moved into a different area of South Florida than the one yeah. you moved to 
wherever. Rickle. Yeah. Would you just start go wandering around and trying places, or would you like look some up? I'm not very adventurous when it comes to food, so like it's not like it's not like everything's a blank slate, and it's like I can eat anywhere. It's like no. I mean, I have like five things that I like, and I'll probably just look to see what places serve like the five things that I like, and then if I don't like it, I just won't go back there again. You know what I do that the most with is pizza. I'm trying to find good pizza since I've, I've been living in this house for over a year. Pizza's the one food item that I'm kind of picky with. Like Chinese food, I'll try it. If I like it, I'll order yeah. it. Like I won't look up reviews for Chinese food, but pizza, like I'm still trying to find a good pizza place. Really? That I've been able to. With pizza, I can eat almost any pizza. Like it, you have to really mess up a pizza for it to be bad. For I me. agree. Like I'm not gonna dislike Chris does it. Not. He but is. I'm saying on a Friday, like like if I'm having Friday night at home with the wife, like I want some good. I want a good dinner. Like yeah. I, I cherish my Friday and Saturday night meals more than the weekend, the weekday mm-hmm. meals. A weekday meal, I'm like, let's just heat something up. We can order whatever. I don't really care. Friday night, I'm like, let's get something good tonight. And I just don't want. Yeah, I don't want Papa yeah. John's. Like I want, I want to a, find a good wow. local pizza spot. Yeah, I don't want to take any shots in any companies, but yeah, uh, for me, there is like a baseline, and that baseline is uh, a popular kids' entertainment center that has a rat as a mascot. Mm, and for me, mm, like... That's good pe- pizza? Some no, 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 no. Like, right. The baseline is like, I think a lot of pizza doesn't eclipse that standard. Like bad pizza doesn't eclipse that standard. Ratty and for me, like, like I've, you know, yep. you go to a bunch of chains, and for me, it all tastes like the kids' entertainment place with a rat for a mascot. And then there's the, game. And then the minute you go above there, the minute you go above there, all right, this is a good pizza place. So like, yeah, yeah. bad pizza is bad pizza. Uh, for me, the best of the, you know, your run-of-the-mill pizza is Pizza Hut. That's my personal preference. I don't know what you what your guys' feeling is. Pizza Hut's your best pizza of all no, the No, 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 not best pizza generally. Like, of the chains. Of the places. chains? Pizza yeah. Hut. Papa John's, mm. best. Well, you just... I'm saying I I told that of that's a chain like I don't yeah, yeah. but you're I, saying you don't want to have a Friday night with Papa John's you want to have right. a Friday night with a with a slice yeah. Papa John's yeah. is Italian Italian bloke. Bloke. local is Italian bloke those. doing the pizza yes. yeah right I want some Italian bloke. style bloke. thin crust yeah. like yeah. some bloke. good some Roy good za Roy what's your what's your favorite uh, chain pizza Papa John's uh, okay. mm. every Super Bowl we order Papa John's around mm. here like a lot of pizza and. Watch the game. So, do you, yeah, do you really problems. hope that a local South Florida team wins the night before so you can get 50% off? How much oh, do you yeah. guys use the 50% oh, yeah. off? Oh, you, you have, have to. Local teams winning. Time. No. You got to. You got yeah, to. If, exactly. I mean, look, if you pay full price for Papa John's, you're just an idiot. Like, <laughs> yes. that's just the, that's exactly. just a matter of fact. There's yeah. so many promo codes. There's so many things for yeah. Papa John's. If you ever pay full price, you just, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's like, what do you think the markup is on Papa John's pizza? Because it must be 51% because they give away 50% like it's nothing. Yeah, right. But to give away a lot of it, that's why. Billy, what's your what's your go to <laughs> chain pizza? Chain, I think in terms of chains, it might be Papa John's also. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I think it's just out of convenience and habit, right? Because I do it so much. Like when I do a chain, it's Papa John's. But there are little pizza places around me that I go to, that I will go to more often than Papa John's. Yeah, but. Every pizza is different too, right? So like saying like you really have to mess with pizza. Some are thinner, some are thicker. Then it depends on the crust. So like mm, the sauce, really, yeah. Pizza is almost like not even a food for me. It's more like a genre of food, right? And it's like, well, what kind of pizza do I want today? A lot of different styles. Chicago, I, I'm going to get a lot for this. Horrible. I I'm do not. 100% with you. I disagree. 100% totally with you. It's, it is like, it's not pizza. 
it's pie. And I know that they call yeah. it a pizza pie, but no. it's literally like eating a slice of it's pie that's drenched in tomato sauce. I'll give you the, the sloppiest eating experience, mm -mm. terrible crust. I completely cheese, out of Chicago so. style pizza. I'll give you the no, semantics that it's not pizza. If we don't want to call it pizza, let's not call it pizza. But it's delicious. Like, what are you guys talking about that it doesn't taste good? I mean, it's, Ew, it's, it's just such much. a mess. Yeah, it's, a mess. it's too much. I mean, it's not even like a pan. You're eating it out of a pot, basically. Yeah, you're eating it with a fork and knife. Like, you're not mm -hmm. going to hold up it's a piece spaghetti of Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's spaghetti. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sans oh. noodles. The playoffs have started in basketball and hockey, and there's really only one way that I can enjoy it. For me, drinking Miller Lite while the action is going on makes the game that much more exciting and that much more delicious. A lot has changed over the years, but one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. So what do you look for in a light beer? Great taste or less filling? For me, it's great taste and less filling. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, and only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right at your door, visit MillerLite.com slash crate, C-R-A-T-E. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. All right, so our idea for this mystery crate, I, I can't believe I'm trying to Boys put structure on this, is to reprise the fake ass wheel. I don't think we've, I don't think the show has done the fake ass wheel. I, I keep saying we. I don't know if I'm we yet. Uh, you uh, are, man. You're okay. We. Oh, thank nah. you. But like, when we're talking about stuff in the past, it's not we. So nah. you guys have not done the fake ass wheel for some time, and so we've each come armed. With at least one topic. I don't know if any guys have, have more than that. But no, it's just one. Arm, we've all come to arm with something, and so we're going to spin the wheel. Can I ask you a question before we get to the fake-ass <laughs> wheel? So, like, you've been in there a lot, and mm -hmm. we have a real wheel now, right? And yes. I'm wondering if, it's one, is still there, and two, you'll catch on to this if you give it a close look. Somehow we lost the thing of it at the top, like the mm. tip that stops the things from spinning. So it's essentially an endless wheel now where you just spin it and nothing is stopping and nothing makes it click. And you won't have the answer to this, but I wonder, one, how we managed to lose that because we never really touched that. Like, how did that just disappear? Yeah. And two, how are we going to replace that? I think it came with a replacement, which is also missing. So that wheel mm. is kind of useless. So I'm going to have wow. to go on Amazon looking for a wheel spinner, essentially. Well, I, uh -huh. I I wouldn't do it right away. I mean, maybe you can look it up. You can yelp some stuff, figure out what kind of reviews the wheel spinning <laughs> stoppers would get. Right. I don't know how committed they are to that wheel. Also, the dry erase marker that came with it seems more permanent than dry erase. So, like, if you look closely, you can't take anything off of it. And we've just been writing over stuff in different oh, colors. Okay. So, so should I get a dry erase marker as well? Should I look into, are you an Expo guy? Or did you go for other brands oh, of dry erase marker? You know what? I think Expo when uh, I'm Expo. feeling crazy. Yeah, Expo's <laughs> like the Nike of dry erase Best markers, reviews, right? for sure. Should we expense this to skip, or this is yeah? Not oh, oh yeah, definitely yeah, expense yeah, yeah. this. Yeah, wheel, yeah, wheel, wheel repairs are definitely landing at the door of skip. Skip. Sure. You said yes. to reach out to you if there was anything important. It's been a couple <laughs> couple months since we've spoken. <laughs> we need to upgrade our dry erase board wheel, and we need markers and stoppers. What if I wanted pens? A nice set of pens. Ooh. It goes back to Chris fidgeting with scissors. I was given a nice pen because I, I fidget with pens and like, you know, I was on like camera with like ugly big pens 
and uh, <laughs> I'd, like, I'd broken the tops off them, so I got a really nice pen, and I lost it in a month. There's two things that you don't need nice in life. One, pens. Two, sunglasses. Because you're going to yeah. lose sunglasses. Oh, or so, like, I've, I've, I've invested significant amounts in sunglasses. I went on like a sunglass warehouse dot com and got like three pair for thirty one dollars because yep. that's like all I need. It's the plan. Wow. Yes. You know who who also does that with pens that he was on the mystery crate a couple weeks ago? Kevin Clark says the reason that he holds a pen when he does slow news day is because his hands are very fidgety too. Yeah. So if he moves his hands and he's holding a pen, it lo- makes him look less insane. I don't yeah. I don't remember if that was the exact phrasing on it, but essentially I have actually I've replaced the fidgeting where I do like the politician thing where it's like mm. my balls in a fist and my thumb I hate that. is doing this. I don't I know that. I don't know when I started doing that, but I did. What about that's, that? that's something that Clinton did, yeah. It's yeah. so annoying. If you watch people, I don't know who it is that's teaching. I imagine that it's like similar to like uh, when they have beauty pageants. They still have beauty pageants? I don't even know. But like there's like, uh, you know, like the classes that you go to and there's the coaches. There's like political coaches, I'm assuming, that show like these are the hand gestures that you do when you talk. This is the cadence. That you, and it's like yeah. no one in real life ever speaks at these cadences or like mm-hmm. – emphasizes these portions of words but like everyone will do it and there's like the four or five different like hand gestures and like this is when you emphasize and it's almost like robotic it doesn't even matter what's being said it's like i'm just kind of timing it out of my head and now it's become like muscle memory that i'm just gonna go like this and point and then do the thumb and like all this stuff that no human actually does when communicating i remember bill clinton doing that i did not have sexual relations with that woman that's exactly yeah. what you did. I, 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 and I would imagine that thumb thing probably tests well because, like, I watched an episode of The West Wing where they do a focus group on, like, on tone, right? So the president's going to yeah. say something at the State of the Union, and they sample six different tones that he says it in. And mm-hmm. so, like, he will choose the tone that is most popular with this focus group. So, like, everything has been tested. So I imagine the thumb must have some measure of effect. You know why I didn't yeah. like The West Wing? Why is that, Billy? Because I had to watch it for school, and we'd have to do like reports on the West Wing for school. And I was like, I, you know, now this is just work for me. I was, I was a sophomore. I I was a sophomore in college the first time I enjoyed doing something for school. Like where I I watched the, I watched the movie about Woodward and Bernstein, all the presidents, all the presidents, men, all the presidents, men. We saw that we actually at the University of Miami they have a movie theater there, so we saw it in the movie theater. It was like a two hour and forty minute movie. I got to skip my next class. It was incredible, like the most fun that I had in school. But like for the most part, (laughs) when 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 you do it like through the specter of having it to do it for class, it makes it it ruins everything. It does does every. The most fun you had in college was watching a movie? In yeah, class. That he could watch anywhere. Yeah. yeah, the most fun he's ever had was watching Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Is that like a standard journalism school thing? Because oh, I had to watch yeah. that at school also. Hell I had to watch yeah. that. Oh, I was just well, getting yeah, a minor I mean, in journalism and had to watch it. Woodward and Bernstein are like idols to journalism. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. everyone's got to watch all the president's men. I mean, when you take down a president, I mean, obviously yeah. you're going to be an idol to journalists. It is. It is. It was much better from a school perspective than one time I had to watch a Bollywood movie for a class that I was taking. That was. Ooh, much fun. I like Bollywood. I saw. Not, yeah, I like the vibes. Me. Yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. It was like singing. And Makes me happy. But like, it was for a. It was for a nationalism class. So mm. like, I had to like take like some political meaning from this movie in another language. It was like I had to rent it from the library. It was a whole thing. I hated it. Remember I took renting film. things from libraries? Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I took well, a film class in uh, in college. I saw a Bollywood movie. It was about an Indian I, wedding. I, 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 watched Curb, I watched Curb Your Enthusiasm the first time, renting each season from the library. I was, an, wow. I was, a, I was a senior in high school, and, uh, and I rented each season because we didn't have HBO. So that was like my exposure to Curb. What is wow. the cause of the library smell? Because all libraries have mm. a smell, right? Is it books? Is it yeah, carpet? 
What is it? Is it the people that visit libraries? What makes libraries smell the way that they do? I'm willing to guess it's the books. I also I, I live in a building with, with with a lot of old people, and old people mm. have a smell. What is that smell? I don't I'm understand. I'm willing to guess it's the old people. No, no, no. But like, but what is it? Like, do you do you emit something when you get older? Like, old is a smell. Yeah. I remember, I remember my grandma's retirement home had a smell, and I always thought it was lack of bathing. But I don't I, like my community is not that old, right? Where it's like you know people wouldn't bathe themselves. It, it doesn't smell like bo. It just smells like old. I don't know what old is. Older communities very underrated. Mm. Usually nice, usually good amenities. Also, not a lot of craziness going on there. So you can enjoy a good pool. You can enjoy a good gym. There's not a lot of impressing going on. Yeah. It's just a lot of people just kind of doing fun things. I like the vibe. It sounds like the same kind of vibe that you're dealing with. Right? Most people look for neighborhoods with like young families. Billy's yeah. like, no. Nah. Give me the uh give me all the old people. Give me the calm. Give me the calm. Okay. I just want to mm. go home and have some calm. I don't need any of the excitement, the electricity, the flashing. I don't even know what would be flashing, but I don't need it. I'm looking into buying a place and there's a building that I'm really interested in that basically they play house music on the first floor. That's not your you speed, really. No, no. House and, music? And like, not, well, like, and, yeah, like dance music. Yeah. And if you're and if you're buying, it's like, when wow. is this going to end? You know? Yeah. Because it's not just when is that going to end, but also when is this phase of my life going to end where yes. I'm like, this is fun. Because you're like, at a, you're young, right? Yeah. And you want I, that bachelor pad. That's the thing is that I, I mean, Chris. I'm assuming okay. that you're single. I don't 100% know am, you're out yes. dating. So like yeah. you are probably looking for a little more excitement now, right? So you're like, you know what? This area, I think I know the area. This is a good area to be in. There's a lot of young professionals here. The area that I believe that you're looking in without saying it because I don't want to put it out there. <laughs> I believe at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a DJ just having like a concert for the world yeah. in the buildings there, like by the pool. And it's and like- it Wow, it, this is cool. There's this hilarious <laughs> viral video of this DJ. Uh, it was in the middle of the George Floyd thing. And he goes, shout out to George Floyd and his family as he plays a Martin Luther oh, no. King, I Have a Dream speech remix of some house song that he was playing. It is the most cringe clip on social media I have ever seen. You've got to be fucking kidding no, me. No, I'm dead serious. I'm dead ser- I'm going to find this and send it to you. But that area, right? Like, that seems yeah. fun where you're like, oh, my God, it's yeah. a Saturday or it's a Friday. This DJ that's, like, world-renowned is here. But the point is, it's fun then, right? Yes. But, like, if you're, like, 35, 40 years old and you, like, yeah. settle down, you're like, when is this concert going to end? Like, yeah. Can we just and turn then, it down then, a then, smidge? Then you're the old guy. But and, yeah. and, and, Well, and even if you're, you're still participating at that point, then you're the old guy who's still trying to seem young. So, and then yeah, those it, people are, like, looking at you like, mm, yeah, what's old. that smell what's, coming what? off of your body? <laughs> All right, so the fake ass wheel. We each have topics that we brought here. To we the brought show. this up thirty minutes ago. We have to spin it at least once, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna spin the wheel. Hmm. I think it landed on Chris. Chris Cody, go ahead. How did I know that was gonna happen? Um. All right, so I do have one topic here. All right, so guys, getting your ass kicked. We all agree, a hmm. bad thing. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. I have two examples where it's a good thing. At a restaurant, man, this burger is so good. This burger kicked my ass. Wait. <laughs> that is a positive thing <laughs> that happens. If a burger kicks my ass, if I say that to you, like, Woody, mm. just no context. Yeah. This burger kicked my ass. <laughs> Wait. That's great. That's that a, means it was a delicious burger. That was a delicious burger. burger. Yeah. Savory, yeah. all the elements oh. of a good burger. 
This is before digesting the burger. Not yeah, after. like yeah. if a burger kicked my ass, I would think that it ended with me being sick in like a bathroom somewhere. Well, I guess it, d- it does depend on the food item. If we're talking about really spicy food and I say it kicked my ass, maybe that could be perceived as bad. <laughs> this curry kicked but my ass, yeah. Can I ask you a question? This is not actually kicking your ass though. Like it, you could just <laughs> say anything positive and follow with it kicked my ass and then it would be like a positive spin like, Oh wow. No, but for the most part it wouldn't make sense. Like but winning the lottery burger... kicked my ass. Like, oh, no, but, but, that, that doesn't... but that doesn't make any sense. But like you... it's it's not a context in which you would use kick my ass. Whereas like a burger <laughs> But like, you know, a burger, like you're really full. You feel immobile and you know it's 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 kicks your ass. I thought it was of great. This... It was a great burger. I honestly thought of this topic at a restaurant with my dad, where my dad is like, How was it? And the waiter the waiter is like, Hey, how was this? He's like, It kicked my ass. And then, and then I that was just where in my Mind. So, I'm like, mm, wow, you that just, is the rare dude. scenario where mm-hmm. kick, getting your ass kicked. What's your second? I have another one. I have another one. Being at the gym, if I say, I was just gonna my say trainer that. kicked yeah. my ass today. That's a good yeah. one. Yes, that workout it's kicked good. my ass. Ah, look at that. See? Words. Yeah. Yeah. Words are weird, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're tired. You're sweaty. You're, you're actually probably hurt. So, no, but you but you, but you receive yeah. the residual but, benefit yes. of a workout yes. having kicked your ass. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. See? And I couldn't think of any other ones, and I've been thinking for days. You guys have only had like twenty seconds, so I'm imagining you guys can't yeah. really come up with other ones. Yeah, no, 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 I got nothing for you. Yeah, in, in our in our work, like I'll say that edit. But I didn't try it. So, like, Ooh, we're, like, we're, like, like, like we've got to you know work really hard on getting a good podcast up. But but that's not I, positive. But, but, but I didn't enjoy that. Like, like if it maybe, your maybe, ass, yeah. But maybe at the end of it, I produce something good. But I don't feel the satisfaction of that. Right. Like maybe the audience will. But like mm-hmm. you know, I I don't feel like oh. Like kick my ass, but I feel better for it. Yeah, uh, you wouldn't go that interview kicked my ass. That would be. No. You don't want an interview mm-hmm. to kick your ass. It's not you can say like a night out kicked your ass. Like oh, you know that. But I'm like hungover. That. But I'm probably hungover. Yeah, but you the stories afterwards. You probably had fun. Yeah, that liquor kicked my ass. Yeah. All right. Back to the wheel. Oh wow. Okay. All right. We're I mean, fine. Uh, you're done with that topic. Right. Right. Please don't. Right. Right. Roy Bellamy. Ah, that's not what it said. That's manifested. And that's it, Chris, right now. Okay. All right. So, as you guys know, we are on our uh, 46th president. So, hmm. I've took up some research. I've written it down on a piece of paper. And okay. I have found the best 46s in sports. Ooh. The best athletes wow. who have worn okay. the number I 46. I can't think of one. You can't think of one? <laughs> I, have, uh, I have three in the National Football League. By the way, sorry, Chris, I couldn't find any uh, soccer players. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay, so uh, in the National Football League, you have Herman Edwards. Ooh. Ah, Herman. Dad Christensen. Good. And... That's a good football coach right there, Hannah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Chuck Muncy. That was, that was my limited fake Herman Edwards. Yeah, Chuck <laughs> you got it. Yes, Chuck Muncy. Major <laughs> wait, League Baseball. Wait, hold what? on. So, Chris, I, so you're... Your Herm Edwards is talking to Hannah Storm. It's more of a That's visual really the only impression. <laughs> when he used to do sports center hits with her. He would always lean on, he'd have one elbow on the table with his finger pointing. That's that's a football player, Hannah. So Hannah, his press conference as a Jets coach is not good enough for you. No. We no, play I mean, to win the game. But anyone can do that. What? Yeah. It's, like, it's like doing a playoffs in person. Yeah. Everyone does cut. Everyone yeah, does playoffs. Chris, Chris, is, Chris has gone into character and actually yeah, yeah. studied the Herm. Look at this. Let's That's see. a good topic, Roy. It's a good topic. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, in Major League Baseball, we have uh, Gaylord Perry, Ooh. Ferguson Jenkins, mm. Juan Marichal, Andy Pettit, Don Mattingly, uh, Andy Pettit. That's a good and one. Andy Lee Pettit. Smith. Yes. Don Mattingly was number 46? Yes. Andy Pettit is a good one. I should I should have remembered that. Yeah, Andy Pettit. I, I feel like I should have known. 
By the way, my source on this is Baseball Reference. So okay. that, that's what team is he number forty six on? I would think it would yeah, be he was the Yankees. 23. <laughs> yeah, he was well, on, on, on Baseball Reference, they do like the uh, the the, yeah, the, the uniforms. Numbers. Yeah, yeah. The uniform numbers. So yeah, that, that's. Oh, uh, you source. know what? For two years, he was from eighty two to eighty four. He was number forty six, and then he switched for, to twenty three from eighty four to ninety five. Doesn't qualify. No, I disagree. No, I disagree. If if he makes if yeah. it's on his baseball reference page, he's a forty six. That's like Miguel Cabrera started as number twenty, and then yeah. like a year later became twenty four. I still think he's, I still call, I, for me he's forever number twenty. There you go. This, this is one of those situations where they started their career as a particular number, and once they've gotten up to right, he didn't even want that number. That's exactly what it is. Want the number? Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. In the National Basketball Association, you have Jason Collins, mm. outlaw. And Aaron Baines. In the uh, National Hockey League, David Booth, Ted Donato, Erica Branson, Roy, can, can, we hold on, can we Roy, can and, we hold on for a second? Roddy. Yes. You're you're wearing glasses yeah. and you're still <laughs> holding the paper very so is because you have like chicken scratch handwriting or Yeah, look yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah my handwriting's like bad. And it's the pen great. was cutting out on me. Oh yeah. Martin Martin San Luis is number forty six. Yeah, oh, Martin San Louis and uh Dan Girondi. Mm. Yeah, so that that's a pretty good list for numbers forty six. Is that not bad? I, I would have thought it, it was, was a list. list. It was a list. Yeah. It was a list. A little long. A little long. It was a list. It's not even twenty names on you. A little long. Oh, Andy right. Pettit was the one that got me. Yeah, that's yeah. the one that I saw on the list too. Go, oh, Andy Pettit. Yeah. So we can, by consensus, say that Andy Pettit is the best forty six. No. Well, Don Mattingly, maybe. Yeah. Well, Juan Marichal is number 46. Juan Marichal, yeah. Well, Edward Perry was yeah. quite good. Edward Perry, yeah. yeah. Uh, 46 Allegedly. is baseball. Baseball is probably the best Allegedly? What does that mean? What do you mean? Allegedly. Are you right. saying that these guys get lit up in today's game? I mean, I didn't say it. <laughs> right. Back to the wheel. It sounded like he did, but anyway. Gaylor Perry had like 46 numbers, 22, 28, 35, 36, 35, 36, 36. Well, that's because he was on so many teams. Yeah. Well, and he spin the wheel again. Did that wheel count? Oh, it didn't land on no, me. No, I counted. Oh, well. It didn't <laughs> land on me again. Man. It was good. Billy Gill. No, I thought it said spin again. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> I have three topics. Wow. That we could go to. Should that's I spin flying. a mini wheel, maybe? Okay, yeah, let's spin a mini wheel. Within, with, within the wheel, there's another wheel. Okay. Hello and welcome oh, to. Oh, that's, hello that's, and welcome. That's, that's, <laughs> that sounds like a South Beach session. That's Adam McKay South Beach sessions. <laughs> Whoops. Hello. It happens to me all the wow. time where things just start playing like on iTunes, and it's like, how do yes! I? Yes, that's how I'm doing this. I'm playing this off of iTunes. Yeah, and that's why I have a PC. Thank you very much. So what? What in, in the mini wheel? I imagine this like the wheel at the end of Wheel of Fortune, where they pick the the dollar amount that yeah, you're playing yeah, the yeah. final prize for. So it's yeah. that mini wheel. So within that wheel, what did it come up on? That's Bankrupt. a good question. I'll give you the three choices, and you can tell me because I can't. No, see it it's from a here. wheel. Just Billy, that's one. not how this works. We could talk about Shaq's engagement ring. We could talk about cooler rebranding, or we can talk about billionaires. Let's talk about billionaires. Let's talk about like billionaires. That spin was for nothing. That little spin with it. Is yeah, it really was. But I mean, we got Dan on here, so wow. Look, now in the description, we could say Dan joined us. Yeah, we'll get a little bit of a bump. Yeah, that's true. The that's Dan true. bump. Dump. Oh. <laughs> You're too good, <laughs> Billy. You can't you can't be Chris to the to the word combo. Yes, you gotta let Chris come on, man. Billy, honestly, but he he let he let Boner go before. And, uh, Billy, honestly, yeah. most of the ones I do on the sh- most of the ones I do on the show are direct messages from Billy telling Don't me to tell do people that. That's just. That's was good. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, so billionaires, go on. Kim Kardashian's a billionaire now. What? She really? Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Also, the second Kardashian billionaire. 
because Kylie was the first Kardashian mm-hmm. billionaire, was she not? How, the, how is Kylie a billionaire? Is, well, is, Kylie, it, is, it, is it the makeup stuff? Yeah, it's all yeah. the companies. Though. Kylie really. became a billionaire a couple years ago, and now Kim seems to have joined her in the billionaire club. Do you see her Honestly, quote? There was there was huge controversy in the Kardashian clan when Kylie got to it first, right? Kim was <laughs> Kim has been jealous about that ever since. Correct? I would have to think that she did not receive that no. news well. No. Her quote, I think her quote was something along along the lines of "Not bad for somebody with no talent," which is just I mean because that's what everyone says. And it's Wait, like, <laughs> what? Bullshit. How, how could one of us become a billionaire? Because I think it's pretty <laughs> impossible at this <laughs> point. I think it would have to be like Meadowlark Media goes off to the sun. Uh, we have some stock options. And yeah, turn that, and then, then that turn that into something. Yeah, but it have to be. I was gonna say it have to be worth like forty trillion dollars for any of us to become billionaires. I would Never think. Know. No, 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 yeah, not yeah. off of Metal Arc Media. Oh, okay. But we then take the the you know the sale of Metal Arc Media and then go and do our own thing. Invest it in Bitcoin. Or also, Billy, if you became an influencer, I think I think you could I think you could really racking some money what about what about a billy makeup line a billy makeup line that seems to be the thing that all these million billionaires that pop up they have they have a bunch of these companies well that's the thing yeah you have to you it seems like you have to be an influencer and then you have to have a company that takes off afterwards right but one i don't think that i could be constantly going around telling everyone what i was doing all day every day so i'd be like a really bad influencer and i also couldn't see myself like even if I wanted to plan it out, right, where it's like, okay, let me spend this weekend and let me just go off and do like four photo shoots and like I'll take five different outfits and then I'll just do my influencing for the entire month in one day, right? I think it really comes down to I'm not that interesting, number one, right? Or I don't find myself to be that interesting. <laughs> which to be which is with, like right? half the battle, right? You have to find yourself so interesting that you are in love with your selfie camera. You have to definitely think that you're the most interesting person in the world and like I'm doing this right now. The world needs to know about it or the world needs to know what I think about this. And I just don't have that. I kind of think like, I don't even really care about what I think. So why would anyone else care about what I think? Which honestly, not a good strategy and not a good industry to be in when I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just a guy. Like, Billy, whatever. you have a mafia. You have people who, who, who back you to the hills. No, you to, imagine. You need to develop that sense of confidence. I need. It's, it's not even like confidence. It's like I need to develop like a sense of uh how do I fall in love with myself? Should I date myself going back to dating? Should I go on dates with myself to make me fall in love with myself and yeah. then mobilize the mafia for my own selfish gain? Yeah, you should treat yourself uh, every so often and then sooner or later you will fall in love. I'm you bad at treating yourself? myself too. What would you ask yourself on a date? It's a good question. So one, where would I meet myself, right? Because mm-hmm. if it, it is myself, but there'd have to be two of me in this What scenario. is yourself's ideal right. date? The ballpark somewhere. I'm picturing you at a dinner table with like a big mirror, <laughs> full length mirror, yeah. talking to myself. A I twenty by twenty inch mirror. Off. Do you guys talk to yourselves from time to time? I talk to myself verbally, no. verbally, or just like you're you're kind of having a conversation with yourself in your. I, oh no! In my head, it's it's never ending. The conversations that I have. Yeah, but myself. so you're saying like you're in the car and you're just talking out loud. I've done that before. Sometimes I I do that. More so when I'm going like on a like when I was driving in every day and driving home. It happens sometimes on the drive in and home from work. Yeah, hmm. I have no. thoughts, but I no, don't no, no. generally. <laughs> no. I'm, glad, I'm glad you have thoughts, Chris. It is good to know. <laughs> it's good that you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, that's what you guys are saying. You basically are just saying like, I have thoughts, but I say them out loud. No, but it's around. like it's like you're playing like an internal tennis, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you're bouncing an idea off yourself, and then you return it, and then you're just going back and forth with or, yourself. I don't know if you've done this, but you have a 
let's say you're stressing over something, right? You almost play out the scenario where you're playing both roles. You're one person and the other person that you're having an issue with, and you have these conversations. And in some cases, you even are having fights with yourself as another person. Are you like making impressions of that other person? Like, oh, no, I think this. no. And then you're like, no, I think this, Billy. And then like, like is no. my internal thought one of them dressed yeah. up and doing a fake voice? Like no. I'm thinking like if you're talking to whoever you're talking to, do you do your impression of that person when you're responding? To is this in my head or when I'm talking to myself in person? That's the question for you. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never played dress up to argue with myself now, if that's okay. what you're asking. Right, 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 right. I have another idea to become a billionaire. So it's it, it, there, there's two choices, right? The influencer, start your own thing, make up. Mm-hmm. Or you're just such a believer of something that you're in on the ground floor of something, right? So let's say like this NBA Top Shot thing. That guy came up with the idea for digital memorabilia on blockchain, and everyone thought he was an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. But there's got to be something that you believe in, that you invest in in a significant way from like the very ground floor, right? The there are people that were offered like Uber, companies before they became a thing, right? Identifying some need in the marketplace that is not being filled, and you invest in it and then turn it into a billion dollar investment. Uh, do, do you believe in anything like that as yet? But that's the thing. You kind of need to be in the right circles, right? Like you need to be around people that are coming up with these ideas and like, you know what? I'm going to back you on this and put in whatever it is, some small investment that then could blow up into like a giant investment. Those things aren't happening in the restaurants that I'm yelping. Like I don't run into those people at Papa John's, you know? So like it's been, it's going to be difficult for me to do it that way. Right. And Mm -hmm. then I almost feel like the way to become a billionaire would have to kind of be like, a hybrid of the two, right? Like for someone like us to do it, right? Like you need to have some sort of level of influence, but you also need to have some sort of idea that you can kind of, I don't want to say almost trick people into buying, but like, I feel like our best way would be like some sort of get rich quick scheme where it's like, Mm. this is something, this is a fad that I can create and cash in on, but also I need to be smart enough to realize this is going to bust at some point and I need to get out at just the right time before it becomes something that's worthless. Like everything on Shark Tank, basically. You know what I'm wondering right now? If I go through every contact in my phone and I add up their net worths, do Let's I have do a it. billion dollars? Not no, even then, close. But then you're, no. ge- but no. then you're like, you're guesstimating people's net worth. Dan's in my phone. Yeah, but Dan's have... anywhere near a billion dollars. I'm just saying, like, I'm just, you know, there's some rich people. There's a nice base level there. I feel like with just a couple of the rich people, you know, I, I'm trying to think of who I have in my phone. Do you know how much a billion Trace is? Trace Armstrong. Like... I have Trace Armstrong's number. He's got to have wow. some money. How much do you think he has? Uh, like, like, like a, like a ten million. Maybe? Okay, so t- ten million, right? But he's like on the high end. I have Richard Blyer's number, Marlins pitcher. I mean, oh, that guy's man. making like five hundred sixty k this year. Yeah, he's giving up five hundred sixty k runs. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Burns from ESPN is in my phone. I mean, it's just a who's who. Hmm. Hmm. So, who's the richest person in your phone? <laughs> right now, I have Todd Zeal. Oh wow! <laughs> oh yeah. See, I was gonna ask what order. So you're going from it Z to A. The Z's, you're going yeah. from Z to A. I'm starting the other way. I'm in the D's now. I have Andre I, I, Dawson's number. I have Andre Dawson's number. I have Dickie V's number. Dude, I'm telling you, I think Billy. You might be Go able to on. get to a Billy. I couldn't get to a billion. No. <laughs> I have, Roy, I have Daniel Dopp's your number. You're not going through your phone. Oh, because it's just Dan, and that's it. It's Michael, an impromptu game. I disagree. Of name drop. Michael you Eves. And, you and uh, Bill Lawrence, couple of mentions, cutting it up. I don't have his number yet. What? <laughs> it's his email. How is that possible? Mikey Bob Greasy? Bob, Bob Greasy. Bob Greasy? Do you think, uh, what do you think he's worth? He's got to be worth a few mil. I have a number here that just says Shaq Uncle. But it could not be Shaq's <laughs> uncle, right? Uncle. Who is this? 
Shaquille Griffin's uncle. <laughs> it's not even Shaq like with a Q. It's CK. Oh, Who is this person? Dominique Foxworth. Mm. I feel like I'm getting into the hundreds of millions. I don't think You're I'm not even close. I'm just. You'd have to name ten. You'd have to name ten people that have ten million dollars to get to hundred million. I know. And then you'd have to multiply that by ten to get to a billion. Gary Honing. I mean, it's just Ooh. a who's who. And yeah. Bob, I have Bob Costas in my phone. When did that? Wow. Happen? Look at us. Wait a minute. I'm gonna get as close. Ooh. I have a number for Bruce Sherman. Apparently. Oh, what? Oh, Billy wins. This has Billy to be an office wins. or something. Yeah, this is an email. Is this an email? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I have this. Billy, number. you just won the game, man. Ooh, a contact right. for Red Foo. Okay. <laughs> Dinker Phelps. The hit king, Pete and Rose. And you're only to the P's and R's, man. You're not even, yeah. you're just scratching the surface. That, that has to be. Louis Riddick. I have someone in here just labeled Niñito. <laughs> I think that's one of my wife's that cousins. Is a, that is such a South Florida thing. That's one of my you, wife's cousins. That's I the have most no idea what quintessential that is. South Florida thing. Only if you had three peoples in your phone would it be funnier. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea John what that Skipper's is. number. I could get to 100 million in my phone. Zach Thomas and Jason Taylor. I mean, Barry I'm getting, Larkin. I'm getting to 100 mil for sure. What do you think Mike Leach is worth? Dwayne Wade. Okay, I, I mean this game. I don't Ooh, know if it's yeah. still his you number. You do not have it. Dwayne Wade's phone number. Call it right now. <laughs> Call it right now. You yeah, can. I'm on Mystery Creek. Let's do go. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> what, I do what, want what you to do it. Spe- FaceTime him. FaceTime him. FaceTime him. FaceTime him. FaceTime audio. FaceTime him. He's never going to answer. FaceTime him. FaceTime him. FaceTime him. What if he does answer? What happens then? Just, no, oh, oh, whoa, D-Wade, whoa. What? Oh, sorry, wrong no, you should the, dialed you. No, no, you should do the TikTok thing where you go, uh, hang on a second, I'm basically yeah, going to call you back. Yeah, do that. Call, yeah, <laughs> FaceTime Dwayne Wade right now, and then I'll be like, hello, who is this? And you're like, oh, sorry, D-Wade, I don't have time. I'll call you back. Do it right now. There's no way he answers. Do it, do it. Does a little FaceTime lo- logo come up where it's like he's got an iPhone, and so the, um, the, the FaceTime button is an option? Do no, it, it do says it. just message and mobile. The, the video option is not. Uh, because they can see his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> is she labeled under Jose Canseco's ex-girlfriend? No, it was, his, it was his quote-unquote agent, but we found yeah. out that was... <laughs> was a little bit more to that relationship. Richard right. Waltz. They had a falling out. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what happened to FaceTiming D-Wade? I'm going to sit that one out. <laughs> Why? Okay. We're going to close the loop on peer pressure. Dennis Graham, Drake's dad. These numbers are. I have two by the numbers way, for him. I've never guessed these numbers are in my phone just because I saw them and I'm like, I want these numbers in my. phone. Oh, I've definitely I've gone through the NFL black book and just oh, yeah. just written down the numbers of people I might be interested in talking to. These numbers time. are in here just so I can scroll through my phone and play this game. No, I used to get handed. It was just bad form. I shouldn't really admit this, but when I was an intern on the show, I like, know where this you, is going. You, you get little slips, or you get handed little slips with the phone number. Ah. And a few may have snuck their way into my contact book. You. <laughs> should have never give you those numbers, man. I should never Every give you those numbers. Every number I've ever seen. <laughs> well, well, I should have uh, known you were doing that. I'll, I'll spin the wheel for my thought. I, I, don't, need, I don't need Ronnie Cycli's number, <laughs> but I'm putting it in my phone. It's just really to show off, right, that you have it. Yeah, yeah. You're just showing off to everybody who's been listening to this podcast. Yeah. My, topic is, my topic is on the complete opposite end of billionaires, which is complaining about things that are too expensive. Mm, I, went right, to, right. I went to the second Marlins game uh, of is the season. Is that that different, though? Because I feel like if you, com- if, you're, if you save your money, you're more likely to be a billionaire. That's a good point. And one of the ways that you don't become a billionaire is by spending $7.50 on popcorn. Mm. Not even, not even a tub that you'd get in a movie theater. 
a small pouch of popcorn relative to what you get at a movie theater. And right. I know this is like the most hackneyed thing in the world, but every once in a while, the little guy needs to be stood up for. The fan. The sports fan is trying to take a family afford to a sporting event and is spending his hard-earned money on this. Look, and I've actually taken a page out of the English Premier League fans because in Liverpool, <laughs> they proposed a five-pound hike on the tickets across the sea. I'm doing my politics thumb thing. <laughs> you are. I'm doing my thumb thing. They proposed a five-pound hike on season tickets, and the fans were so outraged that they canceled the hike, right? So wow. if fans stood up for themselves, they have legitimate voice. So I went to a Marlins game. A hot dog is like seven dollars. A soda is like six dollars. A popcorn is seven fifty for nothing. I feel like you're right. complaining about the items that are the best bargain, though. Like I feel like the beer is way more expensive. The liquor, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, beer is like fourteen dollars for a bottle of like for a pint. How is this allowed? How is there not a commission? I cannot believe that we've just allowed, every year, they probably just hike up the price by a dollar. None of us, or by 50 cents, none of us notice. It's like, all right, well, this is just what it costs now. And I don't think that there's enough, I'm doing my politics thing again. I don't think that there's enough people giving voice to, this is completely ridiculous, right? Mm. It is absurd that you have so, to pay $7.50 for popcorn at a baseball game. Like, what are we doing? I, I, I cannot understand why, we, like, this doesn't get talked about all the time. Like, the Atlanta Falcons got a bunch of credit because they announced, uh, you know, concession stands that, like, you know, soda's $2 and popcorn's $3. They got credit for it. How come no one else is, is taken into account for what they charge their fans for the most basic of items? So your gripe is price gouging? Yes. Yes, it is price gouging and how we, as Americans, have, a, have just taken on capitalism at these sporting events as if it's inevitable that every year your season ticket's going to go up, that every year the, the, the price for popcorn and soda is going to go up, that we don't provide any resistance to these organizations gouging. I feel like any year this would be a great argument, but after a pandemic, like, can't, can't they just make Okay, but, but do you really think that when we're back to normal and Marlins Park is no. whatever full it's going to It'll be, go that they're going to lower uh, the price? No, Lone it's Depot gonna Park. Go up again. It's going to go up. It'll always be Marlins Park to me. But, like, <laughs> it, like it's, it's always going to be going up. So, I, I just... I, how did we get here? How do you propose we fix this, though? Because I feel like if the, the whole thing is, let's stop buying it, then they're like, well, we're not making enough, so we're going to have to raise the prices some more. <laughs> Right. I mean, I, I would just like for them to like make less money off concessions. Classic you know, sometimes, economics. Sometimes the answer is that you make less money because you are charging an exorbitant amount for your fans to enjoy a game, and you're basically prohibiting people. It's a barrier to entry to sports, to going and seeing live sports in your city. Like, make less money. That's okay sometimes. You used to be able to take in food, but I don't think you can this year. I think oh, this year I, you can I, take in one bottle of unopened water, I think is the rule. And yeah, you can't take I mean, in food. If, if I were them, I, I wouldn't let you bring in food. Although, actually, uh, I, I've since been to another game, and there were seats where you can order uh, food from your seat. And we mm. looked at, I, I looked at the menu, and there were a bunch of things that were free. So I have never eaten more Sour Patch Kids in my life. Oh, wait a minute. Sitting down the third base line. I just kept ordering and ordering. And it was Hold like on a free. second. So three Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. What? Yeah. So Where is this? They're charging you seven fifty for popcorn, but they just hand out all willy-nilly so no, Sour no, Patch Okay, kids. so the first game I was sitting higher up, right? I was sitting with the people. But I bought mm. tickets. I just generally thought there were good seats down the third base line, like fourth row from the field. It weren't that. It was a Tuesday night. I didn't think they were that expensive. I was like, yeah, you know, I want, I want a good seat. So I, I paid a little extra money for a good seat. And then a server comes up to me and says, I'm your server for today. Scan this QR code and we'll bring you food. So you, you scan the QR code, you go to the website, and there's a bunch of free shit on there. 
And all of a sudden, I go to the candy. It's like, do you want free Skittles or do you want free Swedish Fish? Do you want free free M and M's or do you want free Sour Patch Kids? Do you want free hot dog or do you want free popcorn? And it's like this is incredible. Like, what a ridiculous experience! How expensive was that ticket? It was forty dollars. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh, that, that what? That makes sense. It was forty dollars no, for wait. essentially all you can eat. Hold on, though, Roy. Like you say, that makes sense. Like that's a lot. It's not a lot when you get the free food because no. when you get a hot dog, a drink, sour batch, kids, you're already close to forty dollars just on food there. Exactly. Like the, so, right. the seats in so the section higher up are thirty four dollars. So yeah. for six dollars more, you're sitting in all you can eat seats essentially. Wow. Wait, is this all you can eat, or you get one free item? No, 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 no. They keep bringing. Like you keep ordering, and they keep bringing. Like they, it's they don't ever stop. When are they home again? Should I let Bruce know about this? <laughs> no, don't tell him. <laughs> the playoffs have started in basketball and hockey, and there's really only one way that I can enjoy it. For me, drinking Miller Lite while the action is going on makes the game that much more exciting and that much more delicious. A lot has changed over the years, but one thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. So what do you look for in a light beer? Great taste? Or less filling. For me, it's great taste and less filling. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, and only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. A light beer that tastes like beer. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right at your door, visit MillerLite.com crate, C-R-A-T-E. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer.